Today as a bonus an interview by Hannah McInnes for Times Radio. As we look always to medicine for cures, we wonder how much we can rely on our healthcare systems when new diseases come and go and new variants come and go. How dynamic and adaptable are they? One internationally renowned German physician is predicting the end of medicine as we know it. He is Harold Schmidt. He's a professor at Maastricht University in the Netherlands and he joins me now to discuss this. Thank you very much for joining Yeah, thanks, Hannah. Thanks for having me. So you make quite strong statements that, um, you know, really going to make people sit up and listen. You, you say medicine itself is sick. Tell listeners what you mean by that. A couple of things. For instance, we seem to have accepted the term of chronic diseases like diabetes or heart failure or hypertension. And in fact, what it means is that we do not understand almost all diseases, we therefore have to treat symptoms. And it's like if you don't repair something, you have to chronically maintain it, but you, you never actually come to the core of a problem. And we seem to have affected that uh, in our medical practice everywhere. So why is it the end of medicine as we know it? Yeah, it's of course not the end of medicine, but what we are seeing now is the beginning of an entirely new type of medicine where we diagnose diseases much more precisely and therefore are able to actually cure them instead of chronically treating them. A good example are rare diseases, which are usually caused by a single gene. There we actually know the cause. And those diseases have very often still symptoms in two or three organs. One of the biggest mistakes that we have done in medicine is we have cut up our body. And basically for every organ, we have a specialist. We really believe that there is a set of diseases only for heart, a set of diseases only for the brain, for the lung and so forth. But if you look just at these rare diseases where a single gene is affected, they very often have symptoms in two or three organs, which means an organ-based definition of diseases is just completely illogic. And with that sort of approach, we cannot find causes of diseases and therefore keep on treating symptoms, which you might think is okay. But um, one good example is, for instance, hypertension, so high blood pressure. And people are very often surprised when I just quote numbers from clinical trials, the so-called number needed to treat, how many patients need to take blood pressure medication so that one patient actually will have a benefit from it. I mean, in all of those patients, the blood pressure will be lowered, but we do not take blood pressure medication that we all have a certain blood pressure level. It's because high blood pressure is associated with a stroke or a myocardial infarction. This is what we want to prevent. And from, let's say, 100 patients, only maybe uh, 10 are really at risk of a myocardial infarction. So 90 actually would have never needed the medication. The only thing is we can't pick out those 10 patients with high blood pressure that really are at risk. And of those 10 patients that actually take their medication, only one or two myocardial infarctions or stroke will be prevented. So eight will still get 
their infarction or stroke. So the only patients who have had the benefit are those one or two who were really at risk and whose risk was prevented. And this is like a red thread throughout every other disease, basically. And the reason is because we are treating symptoms. We're not treating causes. Mm. Your, the positive side of your prediction that medicine will, you know, ends as we know it for the reasons you're saying it must, is that you feel digitalization and technology will have a radically positive impact on healthcare in the future. Exactly. I mean, we're not uh, ghost drivers in our group. There are lots of great groups at Harvard in the moment, at uh, Karolinska Institute, who use big data approach, something that human brain on its own could never do. So we basically combine all the uh, data that we have available from patients, for instance, UK Biobank or from the Scandinavian Biobanks. And then all of a sudden, we see connections between diseases and share underlying common risk genes, which then lead us towards completely different disease definitions. As an example, again, a rare disease, alpha-1 chymotrypsin deficiency sounds awfully complicated, but it is a very precise disease definition. We know exactly what to do. And with this big data approach, what we currently call a disease becomes symptoms, and we then start to define diseases according to these underlying genes. And that, of course, is very precise. And what people can actually do now, because I said the future is actually beginning to sequence your own genome costs now about 500 euros. It's still expensive, but it's much cheaper than the millions of dollars it cost a couple of years ago. It's foreseeable that in a couple of years, it will cost 300 or 200 or 100, and it will become a routine diagnostic. So eventually you see in not that many years, you think we'll all be sort of able to analyse, to know a lot more about our genes and to be treated a lot sooner. Yeah, plus the biggest potential is, of course, prevention. A good example is diabetes. In the 60s, we had a prevalence of diabetes of 1% in the population. Now we have 7 or 8%. In the UK, for instance, since two years, the life expectancy is decreasing. So the 1% that we had in the 60s, those patients, we actually called them then diabetes of the elderly. These are probably patients that at some stage will need some drug therapy because at that time people were not overweight and so forth. But the difference between the 1% then and the 7 or 8% now, this needs prevention, no drugs. And in the moment, we only invest about 1% of our healthcare budget, which is actually more a sick care budget in prevention. Well, it's uh, really interesting talking to you. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, that is Harold Schmidt, professor at Maastricht University, uh, telling us about the future of a new type of medicine, the end of medicine as we know it. Thank you for joining us.